Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, where we seek to share the table with storytellers and seekers alike, hopefully and almost certainly over a great cup of coffee, where we seek to help you flourish and want to see you flourish in your mental health journey. We're your hosts, Jonathan Coggins. And I'm Kyle Ridgely, and I hope that this is a space that is safe and inclusive for all. Welcome to the table. Hello, Peaks and Valleys fam. Welcome to another episode of the Pour Over Podcast. As we always like to say on this podcast, welcome to the table. Hope you all have had a fantastic um, couple of weeks. It's actually been three weeks because we had to skip the podcast last week. So three weeks since the last time we talked to you. Um, we don't have a guest again this week. Um, I announced on our Instagram that we had to skip last week because our guest fell through because of a family emergency. Uh, that guest is uh, back in town, um, but because of having to go out of town for that family emergency, he's really busy this week, so um, wasn't able to get him on. But sometimes content just kind of lands in your lap. And we're gonna we're gonna do something this week that we we haven't done yet. Um, we've challenged some things on this podcast, but not in the way that we're gonna do it on this episode. And I'll get more into that um, in a minute. Um, but first off, I'm your host Jonathan Coggins, and I'm joined by my other host Kyle Ridgely. Here What's is up? in the house with us. What's up? How you doing, Kyle? Doing good. Doing good. Just, uh, you know, uh, getting to the end of the week. So that's always a near the end of the week. get, get to um, think about the weekend and all that stuff. And uh, just finishing up uh, some last minute stuff for some trainings and credentialings at work. And so I'm officially done with that. Just waiting on all the final touches and getting word back from those training institutes and waiting on that so yeah yeah nice nice yeah so probably gonna have some stuff off your plate after that so you can kind of have some breathing room yeah the rest of this year will be you know you can't always account for everything that may happen out of the norm but it looks like it's pretty little have a little bit more flexibility in my schedule so yeah that's good that's good man that's good um Man, I just got done with a killer workout right before we recorded this. Feel great, but also really sore. Mm. It was good though. Some some CrossFit, getting sweaty and swole. You know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Gotta, oh man, I got to start going back next week. Not looking forward to it, but hey, here we go. Get sweaty and swole, man. <laughs> Come on. Um. So. A couple of things before we um, jump into this, uh, just a few announcements, and if you follow us along on Instagram, I announced uh, this last week, this is just a reminder on the podcast, um, in one week from um, tomorrow, Saturday, 
we're launching our very first Zoom group. Okay, Zoom community support group. Um, it's just a space where we can gather together online, receive support, receive encouragement, uh, re- get resource for whatever we are navigating, um, and, and just have some community time. Bring your favorite beverage, bring your snack. Um, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Go to our Instagram. Um, it links in the show notes to, to our socials, always. Um, go to our Instagram. We have a link in our bio, the um, the registration link for that, that, Zoom, uh, that Zoom group is in that link. So, again, a week from tomorrow, July 30th, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, come join us on Zoom. Um, I'll also go ahead and throw, throw that in the show notes, the registration link, just so you guys can have easy access to it. Next thing, not 100% sure on the date yet, but if you are local, in other words, Western North Carolina, or a couple hours away and you are a listener to this podcast, we have an event coming up in the fall. I'll share more details in the coming weeks, both on the podcast and on the social media, so make sure you're following us on Instagram. Uh, but in the fall, we have a uh, community, local community event, uh, free coffee, uh, excellent speaker, uh, resources to take home, and and just hear about everything that Peaks and Valleys is doing and working on, and just, just have some good community time. So uh, stay tuned. Um, keep listening to the podcast for that as that comes out, and make sure you're following the socials. Uh, Super excited about that. Like I said, in the fall, announce that in the next coming weeks. So, all right, guys, that's all the announcements I have uh, for things coming up. Super excited about that and everything else we have in the works. So, um, also, if you if you follow our Instagram in our link, there's a description of like who Peaks and Valleys is, what what we uh, why we exist, what we seek to do. One of the things in a, a who we are type thing, what what we seek to do, is, and I've stated this on the podcast before, is challenge, dismantle, and deconstruct harmful views of mental health within the church. But because I am, you know, and you guys know this, but because I am a Jesus follower, there are a lot of really, really bad takes and really harmful views that actually hurt people uh, within the church. And we, full full disclosure, we seek to dismantle those things, to deconstruct those things um, that, that don't lead to human flourishing or just really bad takes. So we, we're going to respond and in, in dismantle um, directly to something um, that... Um, was, I think it was on Instagram or Twitter, I don't remember exactly, but it was put out but by a, a decently prominent uh, Christian leader, and so we're going to respond to that today. Let's dive into this, Kyle Ridgely. This is going to be fun. This This is the stuff I enjoy doing. So... You you guys may may not know who this is. Um, his name is Dale Partridge. 
and he he's he's pretty he's pretty reformed and this this kind of thought that he put out is is really par for the course for you know those bros in the the reformed community so it's just so bad it's just it's just so hard to say <laughs> so what he put out was and Kyle, I want to hear your your some of your initial thoughts and then we'll talk about it in in the layers and kind of dismantling it mental health is really just thought health and brain health thought health is a result of belief health namely do you believe right or wrong brain health is rarely what people mean when they talk about quote mental health unquote therefore the best solution is truth aka jesus all right Kyle just right off the bat what are what are some initial initial thoughts you have about that and i'll, I'll share some of my, my initial thoughts and then we'll we'll go a little bit deeper with some layers there yeah for sure well um first off what strikes me is that it's very difficult to take what someone is saying uh for particularly um uh, from an individual like this an evangelical um or in the reform camp or space wherever you want to call it that can use that statement so authoritatively when they are not a mental health professional mm. and knowing that mental health professionals have studied for decades and done extensive research and data has been compiled and have they have sat with people in these situations and have tried tried and true tested and you know had a couple uh understandings of where it might be falling short and and updating those practices and and coming up with evidence-based practices that have been shown to uh produce positive outcomes that's what i would say first is that it's very difficult to see something like this from a person who has no authority in the in that space and i know people will always argue about the authority argument you know um that oh well just because i don't have authority in something doesn't mean I can't share my beliefs. You can share your beliefs, but what this does is negatively impacts and continues to build stigma within the walls of a uh, of a church, um, of a faith-based community about this these conversations. Uh, secondly, I feel a lot of uh, undertones of cognitive dissonance in this type of conversation. Um, the the way that it's being talked about the versus the brain health versus the thought health um you know pulls on a area where it's kind of teeter-tottering on two different ideas where while yes we can look at an evidence-based practice such as like cognitive behavioral therapy and know that the simple undertones of that is you know our our thought life can breed whether it's negative or positive whatever it may be can lead to behavior uh, that we may have about, um, or a negative belief that we may have about ourselves or a situation, things like that. But then also accompanying it with this ideology that's pretty staunch within the evangelical community, particularly those who have went through the school of thought of biblical counseling, which I myself have prior to deconstruction was in that camp for a while. And the idea of uh, the hard effects 
every part of the whole man, uh, inner and outer man, um, the deceitfulness of our hearts breeds the thoughts, things like that. And the only way to break what they call uh, false beliefs is to rely on the truths of scripture and in Jesus, um, which can have its own failings with, with, within itself because it's not really no longer, it's no longer about the, the duality of man. It's more about the spirituality of man and they dissect everything from that point on. So I would say those are the biggest points that I can pull from this, um, that it does more harm than good. Um, mm. You know, so yeah, I I like that first point that you you pointed out about the 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 very authoritativeness in which like this is said, or you know those in the reform camp. And let's be honest, it it's mostly white evangelicals. It's white evangelicalism mostly that have this idea that. Because I have the truth. In other words, I'm I'm speaking, you know, on behalf of God, like, and so ultimately, like, I know the ultimate truth, right? Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, I can speak authoritatively about something that is way outside of, like, my knowledge Perfect. or anything like that, like this. This idea of this Christo supremacy over any and everything, you know, um, mental health, you know, social social issues, um, you know, like there's this idea of Christo supremacy, you know, and I, I think that's really damaging. It's not helpful at all. You know, because people put their foot in their mouth like this when, like you pointed out rightfully, that speaking authoritatively on something that you probably haven't went to school for, you probably don't have a master's or a PhD in, you know, talking about like psychology and like, you probably don't have the expertise you think you do on this, (laughs) you know. So I, I'm glad you you pointed that out. I, I think that is a great. I think that's also part of the, maybe part of that cognitive dissonance. You know, um, yeah. I, I think those are some great points, man. But the 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 part that really sticks with me in this is thought health is a result of belief health. Namely, do you believe right or wrong? Hear, hear, hear me when I when I say what I'm about to say. I think I, I believe that that both that and the the other really bad take on mental health from Christians and within the church um, that you know mental health is you know oppression and demonic and all those kind of things like i think those are equally as bad i think this is just a little bit worse let me explain why i think that he's blaming 
the person for for their mental health crises, right? Again, the 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 other side of that, the the idea that mental health comes from some sort of spirit and all that really horrible take. But you're not blaming that person mm. for their their mental health crises, mm. what what they're their real things that they're struggling with, the real shit that they're going through, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. this, namely, do you believe right or wrong? Mm-hmm. In other words, and I haven't had a conversation with Dale, but again, part for the course, I, I've been around these guys. Like there, there, there are some in between the lines there. If you don't believe how I believe, then. Ultimately, that's why you have poor mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it goes it, again. It goes back to the I, I have the that Christo supremacy. Like I, I had the absolute ultimate truth. If you deviate outside of my theological view or perspective, you're wrong. So this in there. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that's why you have poor mental health. It's your fault because you believe wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it kind of goes back to this as the in its most simplest form. It's a form of gaslighting. A hundred percent. That there's not other things that are going on that we can't see, because a lot of times as humans, we we are very sensory in nature. I believe that we we only want to see we see what's on the surface and which is rightly understandable. We can't see every uh, specific detail of someone's life. But we fall into this place where we have a real big problem is the binaries, you know, the binaries, right or wrong, black or white, whatever it may be, but you can't fall in the middle or outside of those binaries. And so that's a problem that we have as a society is that we can't look at things that there's multiple layers to these particular conversations, specifically surrounding mental health. When we talk about uh, how do we look at that? How do we look at uh, that whole perspective and uh, really honestly we look at it um, in several ways and there are three points that uh, from a mental health perspective it's biopsychosocial and spiritual there's these levels that it may not all be one or the other it may be all or several or many in different areas and it's 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 a taking a step back and saying what's going on in this person's life what is what is taking place? What, what are things that are happening to them? Um, what have resulted in these particular negative thoughts? Are they a, you know, a result of, um, you know, early early childhood experiences to trauma or, you know, uh, particular situations that may have uh, bred other, uh, you know, things in, the, in, in their adult lives and things like that? How is that, you know, even going back to the whole biopsychosocial spiritual like how are you know how are you sleeping how are you eating you know who are you surrounding yourself stuff with are they bringing you down or pulling you up are you you know emotional and relational health and like there are several layers to a well you know overall quality of life and wellness um it's not just this one side of because we we live in this space of the physical and if you want to get theological we live in the space of a spiritual so you there's a lot to that spiritual side as much as there's a lot to that the the physical side of someone and so that could mean biological that could mean your 
um, psychosocial groups and uh, growing up and things like that, a number of different things that we can't just, just blanket coat that this is the reason why this is happening to this particular person. So I think that it's very dangerous in our society to live in this binary um, because it's not always a black and white. Yeah. Um, it's not always that simple. Uh, human life is so complex and there's not one way to pinpoint one way or another why this may be, this particular situation may be going on. Yeah. Kyle, are you reading my mind? I don't know. You just you just saying things that. Anyways, you you saying things I'm thinking of. It's all good. That's why we're friends, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Like I, I would say to Dale, I would be like, dude, this is this is way too simplistic. Like, do you have you not thought of like, you know, socioeconomic the the intersections of oppression that may be in somebody's life, like adverse childhood experiences and trauma like what like mm-hmm. <laughs> come on man like i yeah and this session is not to <laughs> this this podcast is not to call out one person and and, and yeah where it it's it's the it's, it's the it's, community it's, it's more of just the idea of, like of ideas and thoughts obviously we're going to respond because dale's the one that put it out mm-hmm. you know um and and I would say these things to to his face, like you know, because I'm not going to dehumanize him. Like that's not what we're here to do. But again, I've said before, we're going to challenge these things. We're going to dismantle them because they don't do any good to people. But they're so um, it's so staunch. The, these thought processes are very staunch throughout the evangelical community, and so it's not just one particular person saying or preaching this particular doctrine it is something that's embedded in the evangelical education system um quote-unquote discipleship models um the way that it is talked about in groups in particular situations that doesn't have a well-rounded view of a whole person um and that it's just set aside for the the depravity of a, from a theological perspective, the depravity of man, that we're all messed, we're just a pile of, you know, trash, and like, it's like, it's not, that doesn't help anyone, it just breeds more trauma, and it really, I mean, I can speak from experience, from experiencing a lot of uh, religious trauma, um, that it was very hard growing up and becoming an adult and trying to navigate life I never trusted myself I never I would always second guess myself I would always view myself as inadequate and I think from the deconstructive deconstruction spaces a lot of that is the same kind of frequency is that it it just felt like I was inadequate because I was always told that it's it's it i'm i'm no, i have all these problems and the negativeness of the of the self worth um the self is what is the problem me i'm the problem yeah and while yes we can all ha- make our own decisions and we can all be uh, guilty of some of something you know like we could you know respond in an incorrect way or hurt someone's feelings or a number of different things but in reality is it's the very core of a human is that ideology 
And so we grew up, and I'm pretty sure we've had many conversations about this, that you similar felt the same way. You could never trust yourself, and you could never really, right, yeah. you know, trust that I, I'm making the right decision or that I, I'm perfectly adequate and capable of, you know, just being, you know, and so. Mm. You just gave me another thought about this, too, when you were talking about in that line of thought. Um Folks like Dell would be completely okay with, but because majority of folks in the reform camp or um, Calvinistic, staunch, evangelical, he'd be completely okay with you walking into one of those spaces to get for to help for your quote unquote brain health as he calls it because of you know the solution is truth aka Jesus you you need to come and believe what we believe to get this truth to have better quote unquote brain health mental health you know when when those spaces people are exiting because of religious trauma and the damage and this subverts that idea that many of us need to hear that we can trust ourselves that we can trust our bodies that we can trust for for our bodies to communicate to us like we've talked about on here before where a space an area that we're in is not safe for us you know, and this idea right here will subvert that idea of us being able to trust ourselves. You, you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because oh, you need to just believe the right things and the truth in Jesus. So coming to my space to get that truth. That oh, by the way, these uh, main lines over here. They don't have that truth. They're not real Christians. You know, us over here, reformed evangelicals, we have we have the actual truth, you know. Um, And if you don't fall into that that binary or that category, exactly, then you're uh, not trusting in God's word or you are going to be rejected by God or go to hell or a number of different other, you know, statements that are made. Um that that whole form of gaslighting that just oh if you're not here you're not you're not welcome you're not you're 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 something other than you know yeah and so yeah mm. all right last last thought i have about this um and then i guess we can share some follow-up just thoughts and encouragements beyond this you know a better path forward from this line of thinking um just the 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 last phrase the simplistic therefore the best solution is best solution for you know that brain health or that mental health that that fix for it that cure for it aka jesus that truth you know when you know we we've already broken down what what that means right like my my version of the truth you know what what my interpretation of 
Jesus and the truth is. Mm-hmm. That you know that that's what I'm saying when I say Jesus or truth. Um, so we you know we've already broken that down, but just just honing in on just the very again going back to those binaries you're talking about, Kyle, like that very simplistic solution that is not helpful. You just need truth. You just need Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you define truth? And everyone has their own sets of truth. Exactly. You know, and and also it, it just feels like, it, it feels like, again, because this, this is another thing I'm only speculating on because I haven't had a conversation. But again, having been around these, these kind of guys, I can speculate to what it means. Like, I, I could, I could almost bet that there will be a pitting against you just need to hear the gospel and hear this truth and you just need to That's the solution. follow yeah. Jesus and um a therapist that is not in line with your worldview, your beliefs, like in other words, not a Christian, that 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 that's off limits because you need this truth of Jesus over here. I bet those two would be pitted against each other, you know. When in reality, people need therapy in their lives. Like that needs to be an option. Those don't need to. Be, those don't have to be pitted against each other. It, it doesn't have to be a dichotomy: Jesus or therapy. You know, like if if you're a Jesus follower, you know, um, it can be both and. It can be both and. Like, you know. And and for those that don't follow Jesus, equally as important, therapy, hundred percent. Like, you know, we we need those interventions and those things in our lives. They're important. Going back to, like, um, what's the term you said in the beginning? Uh, my brain has lost it. Remind me, Kyle. Remind me. You said we said a lot. We said a lot. You you said in the beginning. My 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 brain has lost it currently. We're gonna take this part out. It'll 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 my my brain will come back to it. But anyways, going back to the the very simplistic answer, like it it's not helpful. Hmm. It's not helpful. Um, what are your thoughts on that on that last? Therefore, the best solution is truth, a.k.a. probably he means my truth, my version of the truth, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that truth, like I said before, is very, yeah, I think truth is, it's subjective. Um, People have different forms of belief. People believe other things, and people believe in different uh, forms of faith as well and so cannot their faith and their life and journey be also respected as well um, and they their faith may see it in a different way and so respecting that and honoring that and the dignity of that is that we all if we feel safe in a space and we feel like that is a value to us then the truth that is being delineated here which we both have grown in staunch evangelical <laughs> circles the truth they're talking about is the bible and jesus Jesus, great. 
the Bible has some messages in it that we could look at and say, yeah, those are great words of wisdom. But as a whole, we don't read the Bible in the evangelical circles. The And when I say we used to, ex-evangelical, would see it um, as an absolute truth and that it is uh, the the supremacy of scripture or the authority of scripture and it is without error and this idea that we can interpret it the correct way when it's separated by 2000 years of people culture languages and it has been translated in over the centuries and has been has been used as a weapon against people so how can we say that that source of truth is the ultimate source of truth when if you want to get, you know, theological, if God has created us, he's also created us to be thinkers and process and think about things that, you know, may not be listed in the Bible as something or a, this is what you do if this, or this is what you, it's not a, it's not an encyclopedia or a rule book at the end of the day. And so why would God give us the ability to think and reason if it wasn't allowed for us to have a choice in the matter of what, what that truth is, you know, and um, you know, it's, it's to think we are here now versus when we were in that camp and did not see outside of the binaries and weren't allowed to see outside of the binaries, nor were we given permission to, to explore and to see other people and experience other people and get outside of our little circle or tribe or bubble and really meet people of different walks of life and really hear their story developing a, a humanity within that person and in your own view um it's a very closed off view and in, in my opinion it does a lot more damage than good that absolute truth mm-hmm. this is the truth we've interpreted it correctly and everyone else who's outside of that truth is not worthy of god quote unquote's love or is uh somehow damaged goods or is somehow destined for this eternity in a place that is horrible you know um which is it's not to me when i see the person of jesus i see the person of jesus who did not get in that muck and did not his story did not get in those in those he he was there he served humanity he was there he loved uh and he shared um that presence just being there for someone and so meeting the needs of people the practical needs of people you know and you know it's but we think we have and we i keep saying we um (laughs) but in that community there's a sense of this is my responsibility or my job to make sure people are thinking the way i do you know and it's it's not about that from my perspective um so yeah i mean if that answers the question yeah no that that was great that was great best practices in 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 mental health best practices what was the term evidence-based practice evidence-based practices that term just lost me Mm. got it evidence-based practices okay anyways yeah yeah um i totally agree man and like 
<laughs> it just the the purpose is not for us to to say like you need to believe this way like that is to me that that that's empire building hmm. to form colonialism like, which is embedded in a lot of our systems yeah and, yeah yeah all right last last thought um that that i have um and then let's talk about some some better pass forward from this you know what what steps if if people know this and have heard this and have been told this how do, how do we how do we help people get out of that right those better pass forward <sighs> and again the, the this is where i am you know um as far as the, those interventions those um those practices all those um evidence-based practices i don't know why it keeps losing me those evidence-based practices that can be implemented in somebody's life those interventions i see that as you know a way that that jesus works in in humanity and through humanity for healing like um because me like i i believe that you know, human beings are, are made in the image of God. And like he, I think God just created us just so nuanced and complex and incredible and beautiful with, um, like you said, Kyle, these brains that can think and like come up with just these just incredible things. I mean, look at, Look at everything that humanity has done with technology and medical advances and all these kind of things. I I just think humanity is just so incredible in the way we're created and the way that our brains work and can can come up with these advances. And so going back to that, I, I think, you know, my, my perspective that I believe humans are made in the image of God. And I think that image comes with the capabilities to to think and create and innovate and stuff. And so the the ability for a person to help heal somebody's brain through therapy, those uh, research-based practices, all those kind of things, I think that is incredible and beautiful and amazing. And... Again, going back to the foundation of that, me me believing that humans are made in the image of God, I, I I see that as a way of Jesus working in the world through humans, like for healing, like you know, um, like I said, the healing of people's brains and helping rewire those neural pathways through therapy and those interventions. Like, yeah, I just think that's a beautiful thing, you know. So that was my last thought, you know, about that. All right, Cal. Where where do we where do we start with with better paths forward with with getting away from thinking this way and to hey, it's okay. For example, it's it's okay to trust your body. Okay, mm-hmm. it it's okay to seek out therapy, even if not even if they're not a Christian. 
you know, if if you're a Jesus follower, obviously, like, um, you you can go to therapy, you know, like it's okay, like, you, if if you need to consider medication, like that door's open, that's okay, you know, like how do how do we give people permission? Again, if if they've heard this and they believe this, get away from this thinking and it's that better path. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think first it goes to educating yourself, um, becoming more aware and listening to um, those mental health professionals that have been in the field and uh, get literature and resources. And uh, we've mentioned several resources on how to get, you know, educated on some of our podcasts and where you can go to find that information and, and just, uh, just understanding a little bit more and getting more of a full view of what is mental, uh, mental health and that we all experience mental health and what is mental wellness and what does it look like? And, how do we have these, how do we have conversations about it? Um, how do we break down stigma? Um, and then I think also having more open and honest conversations about our mental health with others in our life, uh, with other people, um, ha- starting to break down those, that, that closed offness of, of the already built up stigma that's on part of, on top of that, having open and honest conversations that mental health is a part of all of us. We all have mental health. So I think education, having conversations. Um, yeah, I think that's a, those are two kind of pillars that I would say would be a good starting point is really ha- starting to to chisel away the things or, or kind of uh, peer, shed some light on areas that maybe you're misinformed about, or maybe, you know, you just weren't aware of and um, things like that. So I think those are two good starting points. Yeah, th- those are excellent. I would add my thought another to that and it it's what um uh, mike mentioned in you know sharing his story of coming out and navigating all that um you know we we asked towards the end of that episode um what do you think it looks like to um resist you know that anti lgbtq rhetoric and all that um one thing that he mentioned was the proximity piece you know mm-hmm. like Find somebody in your life or around you that that is in the LGBTQ community and build a relationship. You know, I would say the same thing for this, and I'm I mean specifically um, somebody that is a mental health professional, like proximity to somebody around you that is in that profession that you can engage in conversations with that they can help you understand things break down some of the stigmas that stuff like this that we talked about creates. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that proximity also really helps in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And again, specifically somebody that, that actually works in that profession mm-hmm. is a professional in that mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. you know. And I say the um, same time, uh, same side of that, you know, same coin as also talking to people with lived experience as well. There you go. That have... Yeah experiences, um, mental health experiences and lived experiences, um, and just hear their story and, um, their journey and their recovery journey. It does shed a lot more light on the, the experience of it, you know? And so, yeah. Awesome. 
All right, guys. Well, Kyle, thank you for engaging and helping me dismantle and chart some better paths forward, man. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, th- this is not to dehumanize Dell, but we're we're not we're not going to shy away from uh, challenging these beliefs and dismantling them and um, helping reconstruct them in just just much better ways, more life giving ways, ways that uh, you guys can. Um, just just have some better steps forward, some better options uh, for flourishing, for liberation in your mental health journey. Um, so, awesome. Again, guys, before we close out, just want to remind you, if you're not, um, follow us on social media. And a week from tomorrow, again, uh, Saturday, July 30th, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, Launching our very first uh, Peaks and Valley Zoom community group, receive support, um, talk about what we're all navigating, uh, resource each other, and yeah, just have some some great community time um, online. Um, again, bring your favorite beverage, bring your favorite snack, pull up to the table. Um, everybody's welcome. Um, sign up's going to be in the show notes and. Stay in touch for the announcement on our local event coming in the fall, which will be announced, again, like I said, probably in the next two two to three weeks. Um, still working on the, the venue to nail down the date, uh, but that's coming soon. Um, as always, guys, we appreciate you, and uh, we're here for you. Reach out if we can do anything for you, walk alongside you, resource you. Um, it would mean a great deal to us. Um, if you could do so, something as simple as just um, rating our podcast, if you enjoy this, um, it helps out uh, to get this in front of other people um, so other people hear these conversations. And, yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. We'll have the table set, hopefully some coffee next time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> love you guys. Peace. Peace.